Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Politically Charged Podcast. Today is going to be, or today is Friday, February 19th. I'm going to start saying the date in case people get confused to why um, I'm not talking about current events because I record like uh, two, three days before the episode releases. Today I'm joined with Drummer Shy again. Hello there. And, you know, today we're going to be talking a lot about Texas because... Now, if you don't live under a rock, you'll realize a lot has been happening in Texas. And a couple other topics I would like to hit on that are more, you know, sadly more minor to these situations, even though they are huge events that happened. But um, Texas, that's that's something right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My heart truly goes out to everybody who lives in texas right now i've reached out to my friends who live down there to see how they're doing and anybody if you know anybody who lives in texas please make sure you're reaching out to check on them because they are struggling worse than they have before they're not used to this kind of weather and a lot of it is to blame on their state government which you know people are like don't don't blame the governor blah 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 well there's there's a reason the um their power grid shut down and that's that's because they weren't prepared for shit like this and not only that they don't have the they can't fix it because it's privatized their power grid is not controlled by the state yeah well greg abbott um is that you know i i just listened to um i think it was on msnbc stephanie rule said that uh texas has been under republican power for almost two decades and the only the last time they ever had a Democratic governor was during during the Jimmy Carter uh, presidency. Um, so that's why it, it's it's under Republican rule. And and times have changed politically for the uh, Democratic Party mm-hmm. in Texas, because um, I think John Kerry today that said that in nine years, you know, this, the planet will not survive if we combat climate change. Um, that's not good news because of the fact that you have Texas. I mean, look at Texas. First of all, they are in a very they're in sub-zero temperatures. This is something you see out of um, what is it, The Shining or something? It's like it, it's total gridlock sub-zero. It's scary. And then you also have John Cornyn going out of his way on Fox News telling Sean Hannity, "Oh yeah, well uh, it, this is what happens when you have the Green New Deal." And I said, I I I literally said. Why are you talking about a specific politician when you could be going out of your way than sitting on your fat ass on a wheelchair and doing this kind of shit? Well, I mean, a lot of the thing, too, is like I've been seeing that bounce around a lot is the Green New Deal theory. It's like it's not even in action right now. Like they don't have the Green New Deal. That is just no that that is just right now a political ideology that's floating around. It hasn't people know about it. Not many senators or representatives are really talking about it because no, it's an right extremely progressive ideology. And the only way we're going to see something like that is if Bernie Sanders and AOC starts talking about it more because no other senator or representative is going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, they're, they're not talking about it because of the fact they're dealing with the COVID, the COVID situation and also Texas relief and, and the people of Texas. That's what they're focusing on right now. Speaking of AOC, her and Beto, uh, uh, Beta, uh, is it Beto? Yeah, Beto. Yeah, people calling called him Senator Beto, and I'm like, wow, you know, he should have should have gone that, been. but yeah, he should have been. But 
you're you're seeing the two of them go down to Texas, literally fly down and give shelter to all of the people who lost their power, who didn't have food. Like they're 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 taking their money out of their paycheck to put it towards food banks, Red Cross. Uh, AOC, she isn't even a representative for Texas. She's a representative for New York. She doesn't have to do this at all, and she's giving more care to to people who aren't even her own constituents than Ted Cruz is. He went to fucking Cancun. Jesus, let me talk. Let me talk to you about Ted Cruz. You know what? I, I take back this statement about um, his father being, you know, the the killer of JFK. I mean. <laughs> I'll tell you something about Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is an idiot. He's a dreadful, lousy, poor, syn- synthetic piece of human garbage. He does not care. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't care. And he only got elected because his voters, his voter base is so dumb to even figure out what two plus two is. This guy no, is he, an he, absolute He got elected joke. because he's a Republican. He had an R next to his name. I'm not... I'm not going to go as far and say that his voter base is stupid. It's just they don't know what else to vote for. And at at the point it was, people didn't really know who Beto O'Rourke was. And it's like even in Texas, he wasn't really known at the time. And I think I think when he, I'm pretty sure he's going to run for governor. He hasn't announced it yet. I hope the fuck he does because there's a good chance he could actually win because people are not too happy with their sitting governor. Fun fact, um, right now Joe Biden in Texas has a higher approval rating than their sitting governor does. <laughs> and that that's, and does, that to me is a good sign. It, it does tell you where the party's changing. I bet you wouldn't be surprising in the next uh, presidential election that Texas has, you know, slowly turned blue because of the fact. It was very close this last time. Considerably. It was very close. It was very close. But, um. When you, when you talk about the the situation in Texas, I actually called a couple couple of my people down, and there's a, and, and even though for the for for the broadcast, um, I'm a brony, and apparently, uh, the convention that's currently going down right now is HarmonyCon Dallas, and uh, they they had to cancel their Dallas stage, and now it's like people are now remote or somewhere else, so it's a very um very sticky situation for that convention. And also for the rest of the people in Texas, because you're, you're dealing with the fact that this is, and and we'll and we'll get to the topic about climate change, but uh, this is this is what's going down in Texas, like Republican leadership not even paying attention, and they're all fleeing the private islands. Um, well, and and you got Don Jr., the fucking dipshit that he is, saying that. Um, their governor is a Democrat. This is what happens when you turn power to Democrats when. He's not a fucking Democrat. <laughs> like, what kind of cocaine is he snorting now? Because I think, I, I think it's the co cofefe energized. <laughs> Co-fe- yeah, it's just I, I don't know how he got away with that. The internet fucking tore him a new one for saying that in the first place. But and then it, you also have his MAGA followers calling Greg Abbott a a uh, a, a lib a liberal stupid head or whatever. I can't say. <laughs> I yeah. can't say the other word, but... We can't say um, a lot of the stuff that the right wing says. Like, that's even a little too far for me. Yeah. So, honestly, Texas is about to see change after the snowstorm, because this will serve as a lesson. Elect- and we said this multiple times before. Elections have consequences. 
and Texas is about to be one of them. The consequence? A, a big winter storm, children dying, parents dying, citizens dying in the cold and not having any food or water. They're about, I think they're going to go into the next election thinking who are they going to ask for help for well, relief. It would be the Democrats, not the Republicans, because they're they're playing. The Republicans are playing with people's lives in Texas, and it's and it's not good. I read a story recently where somebody who lives in a big city, um, their friend was going to their local Seven Eleven because they wanted some food, and right outside the Seven Eleven there was a woman who froze to death. Like Jeez. a home, a homeless woman froze to death outside of a Seven Eleven down there. That's how serious the shit's getting. Did, like, did did she like she wasn't bundled up, right? I I didn't know. I don't know that part. But either oh. either way, like even homeless people up north here have are bundled up because we gave we give the homeless those things for free. Like you can go to a Salvation Army here and get that stuff for free. They don't have that sort of luxury. You can't go into most places down there and get winter supplies in general really most of the year that's sad and it's it's crazy they don't prepare for these things not to say that they should be prepared for like something as serious as this but they shouldn't have as slow as a reaction as they did when it did happen i'm gonna go back to the topic of salvation army because you 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 do bring up a very good topic about it about how how they didn't have any supplies or for the poor when they were um you know frozen to death um salvation army i've stopped giving salvation army my money because of the fact that um very personally they've uh they have been using the money for for trying to kill gay people um in other countries and that's where the money's been going from Salvation Army. Um, so it's like, would you would you mind explaining where you found that a little bit? Because I you you can understand my hesitation to believe something like that right off the bat because I've never seen or heard about this. So um, I just want clarification of where you found it from. Okay, certainly. So my friends, uh, a couple of them, talked to me about how the Salvation Army um, was against LGBTQ people. Um, and they've donated money to areas or to, uh, organizations that kill gay people. I couldn't remember which one it was, but, um, they might've said something along the lines of, uh, Ugandan, uh, Ugandan, uh, groups, uh, that support the Salvation Army. Uh, I... I that that's what they told me and I was like huh so I did my research and it and it is true I can't I I can't find the article I'll probably have to find it later but um yeah I I stopped I stopped donating money to the Salvation Army when that happened yeah I'm if I find an article for it I will post it somewhere on I will post it on the official Twitter for that I use for this podcast, PC Host One. Um, I, I'm gonna be in disbelief for that one for now because I haven't seen yeah. anything. That's a little, and for me, that's a little far-fetched thing for me to just believe. Like, I, honestly, I'm not going to say I believe it or disbelieve it until I see like a Snopes article or something. Oh wait, hold on. Apparently, I just found the article. It says it. It came out with the message to LGBTQ people. Okay, never mind about that. This this is this is new. 
Okay. I found it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's like... That, that was a great example, though, of how, like, I tried my best not to peddle things that could potentially yeah. be false. Like, I've, I've had people, um, tell... I've had people bring up the conspiracy theory that Ted Cruz's father helped kill, um, John F. Kennedy because uh, Ted Cruz's father was seen with, uh, um, the person who killed Kennedy days before it happened. E- even that's a little extreme for me to say because... People are seen with people all the time. Bill Clinton was seen with uh, um, F. Epstein, but that's because Bill Clinton was president, rich, and powerful, and Epstein was rich and extremely, extremely rich and extremely powerful. So obviously, he's going to surround himself with people like that. You can't just automatically assume that just because one guy did something bad, um, the person that he's chilled with uh, did bad things as well, because there isn't extremely outlying evidence that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt is there a possibility yes but there's always a possibility for things of that nature to happen so yeah that it's i i try to do my best to research anything i find even left or right wing conspiracy <laughs> i guess you could say but yeah well the thing about ted cruz is like the stuff he says is really dumb but um, he does his, have his politicians saying, um, you know, like saying stuff. And he, he's been going after politicians, mostly Democrats. He's saying, oh, this is what the Green New Deal. And then they immediately get ratioed the hell out of it. So technically, Ted Cruz always loses in a situation like this. Ted Cruz is losing his following in Texas combined with the um, acquittal vote to what's happening now to his little Cancun trip to throwing his children under the bus for that one and nobody's yeah. believing it there's he's he's dropped off hard with his constituency and now Beto Arouk is doing fucking amazing and he's not yeah. even a he's not even a politician in Texas he's a former candidate yeah he's a former candidate because he's trying to get help he's trying to use some of his campaign funds to actually help the city of Texas yeah. this is how leaders State. lead Okay, this this is this is the guy that wants to be leading your state of Texas, mm-hmm. um, and and the and and the thing is, is like Texas is fro- frozen over, and these politicians do not care. All they care about is their private jets, their money, their fame, their ego, and their finances. That's all they care about. They don't care I, about people. I would love to see a, a Beto be either governor of texas or senator of texas now i'm pretty sure the gubernatorial race for texas is coming up in 2022 correct me if i'm wrong um and if he announces his candidacy for that i think he will have a pretty good chance you have a pretty good chance but Beto is gonna have to make sure not to say oh take a uh, we're gonna take away your guns i think that was when um when he lost the senator race, I think he's got to make sure he uh, he sticks stick with this plan and saying I'm here to help. I think the he realized that mistake, and people are loving yeah. him right now because of what he's doing. He's become a huge popular figure down there right now because of what he's doing, and that's yeah. definitely going to help him in the long run. Um, hey, but- he might he might run for president in the future next twenty years or so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to see him in the in the Senate or as a governor. He 
seems like somebody who has the power to turn Texas blue. Um, he's he, got to he be does, careful. <laughs> he's got to be careful, but um, he could be be the uh, second coming of what Stacey Abrams did in Georgia. He might be the one. Exactly, and especially now with Texas getting a it's pretty small but helpful boost in electoral votes or estimated. I've seen the estimation for the 2024 electoral college and Texas and Florida are, are gaining them. California is losing one. Those are a few of the big ones I remember. Yeah. Um, one thing I would like to add about Ted Cruz, um, is that he left his dog in the cold in his house. He left his fucking dog there, dude. (laughs) God, what a terrible, uh, honestly, what a fucking piece of human garbage he is, honestly. And he thinks he's going to be president. He's not going to be president. He wants- he's going to be pre- he's going to be president of Chuck E. Cheese in the clown house. I'm pretty sure he wants to run in 2024 for presidency. Next thing you know, if he's trying if he's like if he's on the Republican stage or whatever and he had get asked questions like, "So, are you the assassinator of JFK, why did you leave your dog in the cold? And uh, why did you throw your kids out of the bus? Absolute. He's an absolutely stupid piece of human garbage I've ever he, he seen in my like life. He seems like he's just perpetually in a midlife crisis. Like his haircut, his <laughs> his beard, his beard. Oh my! God. He just his, he looks like he works in an office job, and he's doing everything he can to rebel against his boss without being fired. That's why he grows an inch of hair every time he says the Democrats are 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 uh, bad. He grows a hair each time, and he'll look like um, he he'll he'll look like a drug cartel from Mexico. Jeez, and yeah, it's the just... guy. I I hope the guy gets owned by AOC for as long as he lives. How how he ever graduated from Harvard is. Was it Harvard or Yale? Yeah, it, it was Harvard. How he ever fucking graduated from Harvard is beyond anybody. <laughs> Why don't you ask Josh Hawley? He he claimed he was a he was a um, Missouri lawyer, and then he's just like, oh yeah, hey, guess what? The Democrats are bad. Bam, I win election. Like, Jesus, what is wrong with these seditious insurrectionist senators and Congress people? That are lying to their people. It's just... I think there is going to be a good thing to come out of this. Um, There's talks of Republicans actually starting a third party, and not Trump, but um, anti-Trump Republicans starting a third party. That's another right-wing party. Which, the reason I say this is a good thing is because when when you have two parties of the same belief, you split the vote. That's what Teddy Roosevelt did way back when he started the Progressive Party. He split the vote, and guess who came out on top the person not with the progressive ideology so when you when you split the right-wing vote by creating a third party with well-known figureheads that's going to just split the right-wing vote because there's going to be people who vote purely republican just because it says republican there's going to be people who vote because they see the name and like i like that name like if they if trump does start a third party they're going to vote because he he of his name and when you split a vote it's just going to leave the Democrats there. That that's that's what's going to take over. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's the truth of all that. There's only two parties that ever 
held on for like so many years it's the democrats and republicans if they try to start a third party uh th- th- good luck <laughs> well i i would very much so love to see that happen um i i again i'm going to wrap up texas just by saying i hope that they make it through this i do have one thing i just remembered i want to talk about um month ago their their governor was talking about um, seceding from the union and that was being passed around their state government it obviously isn't going to go anywhere because it's impossible for a state to secede from the union in today's age but not even a month ago he was talking about secession well now in the past couple days he asked joe biden for help and even though texas was red and didn't vote for joe biden biden still um accepted to help them he sent he he has fema helping them um, he has just, he, he's giving them help, which yeah. is an amazing to see. It's what a leader should do. You, yeah. he, like he said, like Biden said, he doesn't see red or blue states. He sees the United States. Yeah. And this is one of those times that really shows that because he helped a ruby red state. Yeah. I, you know, and, and that's what a leader should be. The, exactly. What we're seeing, we're seeing a 21st century FDR in play right now. And, I, uh, honestly, I wouldn't go that far. He's he has he is very being very um, bullheaded with his approach to the presidency so far. He's doing the things he said he would do, and the people tweeting out, "Oh, Biden lied." Go fuck yourself. Do some fucking research, because a lot of these tweets are um, he lied about the fourteen hundred dollar stimulus check. He has very minimal control over that. That's mostly up to the Senate and the House. And then he lied about Trump conviction. He never said that they would convict Trump impeachment. He didn't even watch the impeachment trial. He had nothing to do with that. And all, all this shit, people are throwing shit at him for stuff he doesn't have control over. They're just trying to find somebody to blame. And it's not just Republicans tweeting out the hashtag Biden lied. It's even extreme people who consider themselves extreme progressives who will just toss shit at Joe Biden because he's not an extremely progressive Democrat, which, it, it, that was, that's been known. You can't act like that's, a new, in, that's new information because he's not considered a progressive Democrat, but he is still, <laughs> this is still gearing up to be one of the most progressive presidencies in modern history because he, him, he himself may not be a progressive considerably but what he's doing is considered to be progressive the laws that he reenacted from the obama era to him trying to get the house to push common sense gun laws that will be a huge one and like i've said we this is gearing up to be one of the most progressive presidents presidencies in modern history and we have to take it and run with it but yeah. Only time will tell with that. And now I'm going to wrap up Texas because I think we've spent enough time on that. I just want to say my heart goes out to Texas. Please donate to organizations that are helping them. Yes. And call your friends who live in Texas to check on them. Just make it through Texas. We are the United States is here for you. We got you. Yep. Now... In other important news, we had a new Mars landing. 
That was pretty. That's a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah, it really is. Um, the se- my, the second Mars rover ever. Yeah, my my friend uh, Gabriel Brown or Black Griffin has been tweeting about it, and I saw the footage, and uh, by God, it it is it is history in the making. Science rules. This is awesome, and uh, we are definitely making progress. Oh yeah, and I got into a little bit of a conversation with it about it with somebody today who said, "There's as long as there's homelessness and starving people in America, we shouldn't be funding NASA," which kind of pissed me off a little bit because I get it. We should be working towards ending homelessness and hunger, and there's no problem with doing that. Obviously, I want to end homelessness and hunger. That is a There's top no priority. But I also There's... believe in funding NASA in space exploration. That is also an important thing to pr- advance as the human race. Because there's things yeah. out there we don't know about. What if there's something out there that could help humanity? Yes. Like I, the, I, this Mars I, rover. I, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. You go. This Mars rover was sent to Mars this time to look for biological life. What if there, because we found ice there through telescopes, like the camera telescopes in space. What if they yeah. find ice, biological life in ice, that helps cure like cancer or something? What if there is a biological life that will help us do something like that? That would be awesome. You know, you know, there's a lot of possibilities for stuff to be in space, as you said, finding like ice that will cure cancer, um, or maybe send people up into space and uh send them to different planets like we're, we're already seeing a development of like going back from space from space to earth and space exploration it's 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 coming in slow pace as we need it and and technology is advancing and science is advancing and we're, we're seeing a change in in how we do our lives and we're just advancing into the future with newer technology so this so this mars landing is actually the first you know the next step into finding out where will we create a hub for nasa to go to mars and find life and put people on there in a safe environment exactly and a big reason why i support funding nasa too is because we shouldn't have defunded them in the first place because defunding NASA is what led to them teaming up with SpaceX. I do not want to see space exploration privatized and corporatized. It is not something that should be privatized or corporatized. I don't care if Elon Musk is the head of fucking SpaceX. Personally, I'm not a fan of Elon Musk as as really morally or a business person. Because he has proacted in some very shady shit. And yes, every business person does. But he has... Uh, done anti-union he has participated in anti-union activities and is anti-union which is a huge fuck no for me and that that's a large reason why i don't fucking like the man he's the richest man in the world and he does really nothing to help like he does donate millions i get that and that that's good but he can be donating billions and still have billions left over and he can still live comfortably but that's that's he's just he's acting like a frat boy with billions of dollars and good on him for helping nasa but he shouldn't have to fucking help nasa that should it's a government organization spacex and nasa shouldn't be one entity it should just be nasa and same with space force space force shouldn't fucking exist it is a waste of taxpayers dollars 
we don't want to call or we don't want to um dominate space we want to explore it colonize it and share it. it it should not be owned by one country i get it there's flags on the moon our flag was the first on the moon that's cool but why do we have to dominate space why do we need a space force we're not fighting any people who go any country who go to space we're not in physical combat with china or russia the only two countries that are considered not our allies who are also in space it's 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 pointless it really is pointless you know the, you know people are going to not believe in science and, and you're going to have those but just got to realize that the people who believe in science are already progressing towards the future well and there's there, joe biden has uh, like on his campaign trail said that he believes in science he is a firm believer of science and that's the reason he was endorsed by an organization of science that hasn't given out a presidential endorsement for decades yeah. so and i just science will always progress science well pe- progressives will always be in greater numbers yeah before before we get into the next topic um i i have something to say that just happened like a little while ago um joe manchin uh west west virginia democratic uh senator announced he'll vote against near Tandon. um I don't know if your opinion is different than this, but I, I, I researched Nira Tandon. Um, she is a terrible pick. She is an absolutely terrible pick. Uh, because of the fact Nira Tandon is the Office of Management and Budget. She She's anti-Social Security. She has a lot of enemies from uh, Democrat to Republican. And the fact is, is that the one thing that really stood out for me the most that I got worried about is my social security. She's anti-social security. She doesn't want social security at all for, um, for, for people in retirement. So that that's like, that's like a thing that I kind of agree with, with Joe Manchin. I, I, I feel like near Tandon's not, not a good person to be picking for a budget commission. Yeah. Um, that, with what you said, I did search up a little bit now too. Just, um, I I agree. He he may not have the greatest views when it comes to everything. That is something that is good. And is he the only one who has said that he will vote against her? Um, because there's there's definitely going to be more. Well, uh, and and also the tweets that she made attacking Bernie Sanders and Joe Manchin. Okay, um, so. People will probably vote against her. Why? Wonder yeah. why she was chosen. Because of the fact that you know she was Native American. This was based on, uh, you know. Um, oh, she's that. She's that person. I thought she. Okay. I I didn't know. I didn't know her name. So she's a Native American that he chose to. Base this all on Native American uh, heritage, and I'm like, that's not really the case. It's about protecting people's social security yeah and i i agree with we should have diversity in native american we should have a native american and yeah in a position of power maybe somebody different somebody different than yeah. her and and attacking bernie sanders yeah we should definitely have native americans in office in general because you know we're in their land but um yeah maybe somebody who it's you know more progressive viewed and if that that's interesting though if um 
Mansion is the one that's voting against that has openly said he's going to vote against her. Yeah, he's I mean, he's generally not the one behind a more progressive movement. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, there's uh Paris Climate Agreement. We just yeah. officially rejoined that today. Yay! You know like, what? That's really good because um, I think I was at work the other time and. And I think one resident was complaining about the Paris Climate Agreement. It's like, oh no, we're going electric. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna raise in our gas prices. And um, I butted in, and I was like, what's wrong with the Paris Climate Agreement? And they're like, oh, because they want to take away our coal. And so I'm like, no, 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 no. Here's the thing: Paris Climate Agreement helps create jobs. Well, and it. Like I've said before, I love Joe Biden's job plan because it doubles as his, um, um, ah, fuck, environmental plan, that's what it is, because he wants to build and, build and convert millions of buildings into, um, environmentally friendly buildings, and that's gonna create millions of, oh, excuse me, fuck, it's gonna create millions of jobs, which is a good thing, we definitely... It's not that America's in a job shortage. America has never been in a job shortage and never will be. It's just that corporations don't hire as many people as they could be and should be. And that's that's I'm not going to get into that one today, but um it, it's definitely good that these there's going to be millions of people getting government jobs to help create environmentally friendly buildings. And I have a friend who um, millions of welders are going to be in on that, in that, in on that as well, because yeah. whenever you make buildings, you need welding for it done. And one of my friends who's just coming out of college and is going to be a contract contract welder, she's going to be part of that initiative because she's a contract welder, which it will be amazing. And they make money too, so it's not like it's low paying jobs for like millions of low paying jobs these are good paying jobs and there's going to be millions of them well helping the environment in the long run yeah well and john Kerry has a plan to you know make sufficient jobs mm-hmm. going forward and um and you know what it, this could be seen as a good chance for uh you know for for some for something that you know i could get a job in in, in energy and climate yeah. I mean, there's endless possibilities for high-paying jobs, and it, it's not going to raise in gas prices. I mean, this is why we're having electric cars right now. They're about the safest cars on the planet. Like, Well, gas have... prices may rise, but that's just a given. Gas prices are rising. Yeah, like, I noticed I the heard... other... Where I, I live... I... Oh. I... Well, the thing is, is, like, it doesn't concern me if the gas prices go up, because I drive hybrid, so it's like... It concerns right. me because I have a 2007 Pontiac Grand Prix. <laughs> Dang, man. Dang man, you gotta get a you gotta get a hybrid. You gotta I cut that. I'm poor. I got laid off. Shit. I, and my parents are, I'm my parents are allowing me to drive their car. That's what it's, that's what that's come down to. I would love to get a hybrid car though. Um, there's hybrid trucks that are going to be coming out. Hummer is doing that, even though it's you yes! know. Yes. Hundred. Well, the problem with Hummer's um, hybrid truck is that it's going to cost over a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, ha, I can't afford a Prius. No, thank you. <laughs> but um, 
there is a rise in hybrid cars coming out, and I absolutely love that. I'm pretty sure there, I I can't remember what car company said this, but there is a car company that is going to come out come out with only electric cars by 2025, which is good. It was a big company too. I so I unfortunately can't remember which one it is. And then Tesla is finally starting to reach that 32,000 mark that they've been trying to hit forever. Um, yeah. Which I will happily buy a Tesla car. Like, well, It's very contradictory to what I said before, saying I hate Elon Musk. Like, I hate his practices. I don't hate what everything he's done. Like, his uh, um, buildings for making Tesla cars are, you know, very energy efficient. Um the the problem with making the hybrid cars too is they do put out a lot of un- environmentally unfriendly things because of the batteries used in them but i would happily drive a tesla because saving gas would be fun <laughs> um saving money f- would be fun with that but they're also cool like i i like teslas it's a car i've always liked um biases about their ceo aside but Buying a car doesn't necessarily mean you're directly contributing to the CEO because of this, that, and the other. And if it helps the environment, I'll fucking buy it. Like, obviously, I want to help the environment. And if that means giving in the corporate greed to help the environment, fuck it. <laughs> I it's, it's a very controversial thing to say there, but and I don't know why. But I would I would rather somebody make millions saving the environment than killing the environment while making nothing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I, I, I can't wait to see what the future holds. Oh, yeah. But uh, but there's one thing that I'll do mention is that, uh, you know, it, without, without client, you know, without the Paris Climate Agreement, and if we don't tackle climate change, our world can actually die in nine years. Yeah, well, it will be irreversible damage it to be, it it will be irreversible it won't die yeah. damage to our planet will be irreversible in nine years and i want to say there is a difference between global war or there's not a difference between global warming and climate change they are the same fucking thing it's just people get com- get those two confused like oh global warming things are cold it's not global warming that's very false um i think i think if we want to protect our planet we need to start picking and choosing leaders that will help to protect our planet yeah, and it's like, I want to finish what I was saying just a second ago. Um, P- I, I just want to make it clear, though. Global warming is extreme heat and extreme cold. That's why it's been changed to climate change, which why what we're seeing in Texas is considered global warming, because it's extreme cold. That, that's that's what global warming and climate change is. So, yeah. And yeah, you're right. We do need to elect more leaders that um, will take science more seriously. That's why we... We should have had... Imagine if we had an Al Gore presidency. Oh, my God. But the country... We would have never had 9-11. No, actually. Um, if there was still that 30-day wait, we would have. That The 30 days it took to recount Florida, or do the Florida count and um, certify the electoral vote, that's, that left our country vulnerable enough to an outside attack, and it... There we go. Okay. Um, I'm recording again. Yeah, that, I just ran out of disk space, so it's going to be some overlapping conversation there, but, um, yeah. I was talking about now Gore presidency, and we, that's what we were talking about, and yeah. 9-11, um, I'm going to just veer away from 9-11 now, 
that was a little stint there. Let's get back to what thing things would have been much different. Um, Al Gore would have definitely put in place systems that would help us prevent uh, global warming way back in two thousand in the early two thousands, which would be amazing. And um, not not to mention, we probably never would have had Bush as a president. <laughs> which definitely hurt a lot of things. We never would have gotten into the Iraq war. We probably, honestly, we probably would have ended up in a war in the Middle East because of the situation at hand. Um, but we probably wouldn't also have invaded the wrong country. That's another top. That's another, that's a discussion for another day though. Yeah. Um, no, or a, even a John Kerry presidency would have been nice. The, he ran against, John Kerry ran against Bush in his second term. So, yeah. and the only, the only Democrat in the past, what, or since Reagan to lose the popular vote. And that's only because Bush started a war. Bush wasn't even liked during that time. He didn't have a good approval rating. He just, he started a war and people, whenever a president starts a war, they're more likely to be elected again. Yep. And I was actually getting scared of, um, the last guy starting a war. Because he would have been voted in again, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I totally. So feel it's that. it's a good thing that things worked out the way they did. Yep. And you now there's there is one other thing that I wanted to mention on before I close because I know you were saying before this you had to get going. Yeah. So there's one more thing. Rush Limbaugh d- died earlier this week. Okay, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> That was, that was the fifth episode, <laughs> and yeah, whatever he can rot in hell anyway. Yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to brush past that. I didn't really give a fuck. He, yeah. his his legacy is homophobia, racism, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So he can go fuck himself. That's how we're ending this. Um, I hope everybody has a fantastic rest of their night, day, or whatever. And, except for Ted Cruz. Except for Ted Cruz and the Trump family and half the Republican party. They can, most of them can go fuck himself. Yep. Anyway, uh, next time I'm hopefully going to have a representative from a small little company on here. I'm hoping that'll be a very, very special guest. I have wore a hat with their patch on it before. So look forward to that. Hopefully I have any closing statements, drummer. Well, uh, keep hold the line, Texas. We're here for you. And, uh, and let's make sure we vote blue in, in the next election. Vote blue 22. Vote blue 22.